0: your songs talk about John 316. Austin 316 says I just whipped your ass. Wait! <laughs> Paul's the mook out this. I
1: am broken, my heartache. And I would like to inform all of you out there in the multiverse about one of the most wonderful podcasts in existence. Yes. It is called The Go Home Show. And it is hosted by Jordan and Nick. And they're both true subscribers to my broken brilliant ass. They talk about wrestling. They cover everything in the wrestling divers. Make sure to check them out. The Go Home Show. As you will find it absolutely stupendous. And we're... Back with another episode of the Go Home Show. It's your boy, Jordan. Here's my homie, Nick. Back with another week of wrestling. It's a little bit slower week after the craziness of WrestleMania week, but we're back again,
0: man. How you doing? I'm good, bro. Just same old, same old take, but just adding a baby to the situation. <laughs> Taking care of this baby, playing video games, dreading going back to work, and most importantly, watching wrestling.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, I've been doing all that except the baby, keeping that out of my life for now. but. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you're good for what 20 more years 10 more years 20 is a little too much i don't know 43 is a little late to get in there it, um, bro no fuck
0: that <laughs> fuck that you're good
1: <laughs> but definitely not now definitely not now <laughs> yeah. no 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 with that being said uh like you said it was kind of a slower week but there was a major announcement that happened right before we started recording uh a little feedback the are recording this on a monday and LNW had been tweeting uh they had been teething a little bit of a major announcement for the past few weeks. And I hadn't really tuned in too, too much about it. So I didn't really know what it was going to be, but I happened to tune in earlier today when they announced it and they're going to be coming to uh, vice TV this spring, which is huge in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. Definitely. Like we had been talking about the, how much hype has been around the return of dark side of the ring. And that'll be on the same network. And with that being a wrestling program and, from all accounts that you said yourself that uh, a lot of people who aren't into wrestling are kind of just casual fans watch that show. I think they could definitely get some uh, residual audience from that for sure. Yeah. I haven't
0: done the research on dark side of the ring being their number one show, but I feel like I've read that. I feel like I've seen it uh, di- many different places on vice. And like you alluded to that people come up to me at work or wherever. And it's like, Oh, I'm, I've, wa- I was watching dark side. Like my, my father-in-law said it. He's like, Oh, I just watched, uh which one was it uh bruiser brody okay Uh, dark side of the ring he's like oh it was really good and he's a fan but not like a he's not like a regular fan like us yeah uh currently so yeah it's 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 a wide audience that they're covering and then to bring in mlw is huge i think like you said it's huge and
1: i agree yeah, definitely during those Dark Side of the Ring episodes that apparently get big numbers on Vice, they're going to be definitely going to be playing a lot of MLW commercials to keep the wrestling audience locked in. And like I said, that's just awesome because there's a lot of talent there, man. Uh, just to run down some of my favorites on the roster so far. Uh, their heavyweight champion, Jacob Fatu, of course, somebody who we saw a lot of in AAW out here. Um, mm-hmm. another, another AAW mainstay, Myron Reed, who actually, shout out to Myron Reed, just became the uh, AAW Heritage Champion over this past week, which is awesome. That man yep. definitely deserves it. Uh, Leo Rush is their current uh, middleweight champion, which is awesome. They got Team Filthy out there, uh, Tom Lawler in Violence Forever, Kevin Koo and Dominic Arini. They got uh, Myra Reed's tag team partner, Big Breakfast, Jordan Oliver. Uh, who else? Who else? They got so much talent, man. Uh Zenshi, who is one of my underrated favorites. That dude is nuts. He is uh like a luchador, but he's he's nuts, man. He can do some things I've never seen anybody do. Uh Mill is out there. ACH, of course, the Super One himself, Calvin Tankman, Heavyweight Hustle, Indiana Hardcore. Yes, sir. Chicago Legend Gringo Loco. They got everybody, man. They got so much talent and a lot of young talent and talent who had been on other platforms before, but now I think to get an MLW to be the uh, more veteran members of the roster to kind of teach the younger guys the business as as far as uh, TV goes, it'll be it'll be a good opportunity for sure.
0: Yeah, I'm excited to see what it looks like if they how much they switch it up and MLW for a long time has been you know the stepping. stone, that's not a bad way of putting it, but the stepping stone to WWE or bigger. Bigger and better things, yeah, you know. Definitely. A lot of guys that we're seeing in AEW or WWE, NXT, whatever, came or at least did a little bit of a stint in MLW.
1: Yeah, MJF was there for a long time. Yep. That's where he kind of broke his foot in uh, Lucha when it comes Bros. To like yeah, Lucha Bros, uh Brian Pillman Jr. Yep. Bunch of people, man. It's I think I think it'd be awesome. And I think with all of the uh <laughs> recent departures from the WWE, which we'll talk about in a second, I think yeah. there's a lot the more places for people to work. The better, man. So shout out to MLW doing big things. It's crazy that they have probably have the third best TV deal in pro wrestling right now, in my opinion. Because I I personally don't even get access to TV, so Impact's TV deal doesn't really aff- isn't yeah, available in my f- area. Ring of Honor is on what Stadium or something? I don't know. I watch Ring of on Fight TV when I can. But yeah, MLW being on a I think I see Vice TV as a pretty major network, not major, but like I mean, yeah, like you said, as far as
0: raw smackdown um nxt a- and then A-W. you know a dynamite yeah vice is you know yes. everybody everybody knows tnt everybody knows usa if you said vice most people will think, know. <laughs> yeah most people will know what the fuck that is more than what'd you just say that S- access Spectrum or access
1: yeah <laughs> or stadium
0: or whatever yeah any of those
1: so that's wild man it's wild so <laughs> even more wrestling coming to tv that we'll be talking about so keep an yeah, eye for that well,
0: People will be listening to this podcast, and then four hours later,
1: it'll be over. <laughs> we'll, we'll try not to make sure, make sure we keep it kinda shortened to the point for you. <laughs>
0: yeah, we'll talk about the, the good shit. We'll cut through the bullshit.
1: Exactly. Well, speaking of some bullshit, man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> good segue.
1: Yeah, last year, there was the infamous Black Tuesday, and in typical WWE fashion, to be a little bit tone deaf, a year to the day. April 15th this year, which was – it was a Wednesday, Black Wednesday. They uh, they did it again, man. As Zach Ryder, uh, Matt Cardona said on Twitter, four fifteen, I just fired your ass. So crazy because, like, they had to have known,
0: you know. Yeah. <laughs> There's no way you do it, and then it's like, oh, we didn't know this happened last year. So it's like Mania weekend yep. and then that Raw following – mania and then everybody gets fired it's like now it's starting to become a tradition Tradition, yeah unfortunately
1: they've always done like the spring cleaning type of thing but it was always people who either wanted out of their contracts or like they would be like two people but yeah and and this being twice in a pandemic is just rough man well i'll just uh a lot of the talent surprised me but i'll I'll go down the list and then i'll explain why they surprised me starting off with the the biggest shock man samoa joe (laughs) Damn! <laughs> like what? Samoa Joe is one of the best in the world. Like this, despite any injury, despite anything, his all his every run he's ever had in wrestling has been amazing.
0: Yeah, and I think his WWE run would would agree with your with that statement because he came in on top. You know, he, he, he came immediately in what, won NXT it. and yep. immediately was doing something with what Finn Balor. I believe he immediately won the belt.
1: He came in, and was like,
0: yeah, but I'm what saying. <laughs> so it's like this is a top guy. You know, he might have been injured or whatever the fuck, but he planned, like you said, he he planned on coming back in the ring. Yep. So maybe there's something that we don't know. I'm, you know, I don't don't know. know. I I don't. I haven't seen anything of him speaking on it on it or or saying like, oh, they fucked me or whatever the fuck.
1: Yeah, that it's like unfathomable for me (laughs) that I would have never guessed he would have released Samoa Joe because he was good on commentary too. So he seemed like a guy. He he, was, and, and his mind for the business just seems like a guy they would want to keep around, but. He was
0: one of the, like, bright sides of commentary. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Yeah. And then the last thing we see of him in WWE is he's in a fucking poncho. poncho. With stupid <laughs> Michael Cole. Fuck.
1: The last image of Samoa Joe's face on WWE was him you in a poncho. You got four
0: Michael Cole clones and you're going to fire Samoa Joe? You're a dumb fuck.
1: Yeah, it's insane. And... Another two other talents that have really surprised me, man. The iconics. They've been so good on TV recently. Like yeah. so Billy Kay was one of the best characters WWE has, right? They now. both got cut? Both of them, yes. Peyton Royce what? and Billy Kay.
0: <laughs> Dude,
1: that's insane. I didn't know about Peyton Royce. I knew Billy Kay. Both of them. Oh wow. And the fact that they uprooted their lives, both moved from Australia to come here. Right, <laughs> right. And right, then they right, fired right. them at it hasn't even been five years, I don't think.
0: And I feel like they definitely had a lot of fan, like the yeah. iconics yeah. people that even don't like WWE. Were like, no, I like them though.
1: You know? Yeah, they're so entertaining. Peyton Royce is really good in the ring. Uh, Billy Kay is just an insane personality. She like her personality jumped off the screen. Yes. and she was on WrestleMania in a match.
0: She was just on WrestleMania.
1: Like, like just had a match. It's insane man i can't believe that yeah, that was like wow yeah who <laughs> knows man it's crazy and speaking of tag teams that people loved tucker heavy machinery was one of the most over things on the WWE last year tuck it tuck it and then they for no reason break them up yeah just Turn to heal. Turn him heel for him to just disappear, and then for Otis to start teaming with Chad Gable, like
0: yeah, and uh, then turn heel too as well.
1: Like, oh my God, how did he, they were they were made everybody like they were so over. You know how over they were. Hmm. Otis won the Money in the Bank, and people were happy about it,
0: right? Yeah, like like <laughs> come on now. Like people were like, I don't know what they're gonna do with it, but
1: I'm fine with it. It's you Otis, know? like, uh, and and now. I I can't believe it because he was good in the ring. His is showing in that uh elimination chamber, the tag elimination chamber last year, mm-hmm. yeah, moonsault off one of the pods. It's a big dude to be moving a moonsault off yes. the pods. Like he, yeah, he
0: was a big boy, definitely. And I, ha,
1: I don't know, man. I think if they gave him a, I think he's one of the guys who could be a sneaky dark horse to come out and show up somewhere else and be actually really good because he from mm-hmm. he was good in the ring. Like they were a good tag team. Yeah, definitely. I think that he's somebody who will definitely be, do well here, and this one blew my mind because this man, got them Gronk, he got Rob Gronkowski to come to WWE. Mojo Rally, they they fire the hype, bro. Dude, it's, I don't know why I missed like half of these. They that's Gronk's best friend, and you fire him like he <laughs> see that one's.
0: Now we're starting to get in the less uh, surprising to for me.
1: I think, like, this was the one that was more, like, surprising because, like, po- like the political reasons inside WWE. Like, he got Gronk to come to the WWE. Like, yeah. that's, that's Gronk, right? There. Yeah. <laughs> like, but I guess they said, oh, Gronk's gonna, he's un- he's re- unretired. He's playing again. I right, see ya.
0: <laughs> yeah, go play with him. But I don't know. Yeah, that one's not as surprising to me just because, like, you know, if you're in that 24-7 title chase, Saying that you got cut is not that surprising to me. It's unfortunate, for sure, yeah. and he's athletic, and he can go. He's the hype, bro. Come yeah, the hype, bro, yeah. Yeah, man, like, I don't know. It's just so, because you start thinking about all the other things that they spend money on. Like, imagine how much money that cost them to bring Hulk Hogan back for him to be booed at WrestleMania. Yep. <laughs> you know, it was warranted, and I would have booed the fuck out of him, too. Yeah. But, like, imagine how much money they spent that they could have just repackaged talent, or sent them to NXT, or did some, or sent them to NXT UK for fuck's sake, you know? And,
1: so, and they had record, record-breaking like performances as as far as it comes to earnings. Like they yeah. they did not need to do this twice, yeah, and their not. and their reason was budget cuts. But they made most money they've ever made two to, like two years in a row, basically.
0: In a world where people <laughs> are not making money, period. exactly,
1: exactly. But I'll, I'll just keep going on this list. Kalisto, man. Samurai yeah. Del Sol is going to show up and blow people's mind because that dude is so good. I've been seeing him for years from, from AEW until he got signed to WWE. That dude is one of the best wrestlers on the planet. And he never he got great. A ch- Dude, this man did a Salino. He did a slice bread, the Salino Del Sol, off a ladder through another ladder. That's one of the most dangerous things I've ever seen in wrestling Jesus ever. Jesus Christ, yeah. In that, the, uh, it was him and the Usos. He did like the... He had to, He had, literally had to stand upside down, basically, like, and trust Jay Uso to not kill him. <laughs> he, yes,
0: I remember that. Yeah,
1: that's one of those insane, most iconic ladder spots in WWE history, in my opinion. Like that yeah. was nuts,
0: especially <laughs> most recently. And they gave him a little push when he, he wouldn't win the U.S. title.
1: Uh, yeah, he he just recently started to repackage himself. He started cutting some pretty good promos on SmackDown, and then they just took him off TV again, and he's gone now. Yeah, that's a guy where I'm excited to see what he does next because that dude's been so good for so long. And another guy who this pisses me off, just because I, I did Wesley Blake, him and Murphy were so good in NXT as a tag yes, team. Yes, they were. Yep. And Buddy Murphy is not doing a damn thing. No. Put them together and they could both do something. And you right. Can just, their tag team division is nothing right now like
0: how do you still have the, rot- the What i almost said the rotten sons which is more fitting but the, <laughs> how do you still pay the forgotten sons
1: well he was he he was i feel bad for him because first because well, um jackson Riker got got taken off tv because he was saying stupid mega q yeah, stuff of course and then his Who other wants. teammate of uh, steve cutler got fired for throwing covid parties so not, so not only did he, he got taken off TV twice because both of his partners decided to be stupid. Right. That's and what I'm he, saying. And then he gets fired. That's insane, bro. Come on, dude. So how do you have those
0: other two? Jam- That's what I meant. Those other two fuckos.
1: Well, Steve color got fired too.
0: Oh, okay. Well, that, like that was
1: a while ago though, but Jackson Riker is still there for some reason. Yeah. For some reason. But Wesley Blake is really, really good. Like he was the best part of that, that team for sure. Yeah. And h- him and Murphy were in a great tag team in NXT. Yep,
0: that's and where Alexa for, Bliss started too, right? Yep,
1: yeah, she started with them, and the fact that they never, they, they didn't put them back together, and Murphy's not doing anything at all, and they just fire this dude, it's wild to me. So much like, uh, and another one that I cannot believe they did that. This I can't wait for her to show up in AEW, Chelsea Green, man.
0: Oh one yeah, of, they didn't even do anything with it. They her.
1: never like she got injured, and then she gets she got cleared again like two weeks ago, and then she's fired. <laughs>
0: yeah i definitely think she'll of all of these people that got cut i would assume that she would definitely show up in aw she's given that she's she was solid. at all in
1: yeah and she was so over at all in too she was yeah, like the she most was. over person in that that uh women's match
0: that was my first showing of her and yeah she was definitely over
1: and she's really really good she's got a lot of charisma and she, i can't believe she just seems like a made like star for that women's division and they just didn't mm-hmm. see it i guess and then a legend who was literally on commentary for one of the uh, matches at NXT TakeOver, Mickey James.
0: <laughs> yeah, that one doesn't super... That's not super surprising to me, but...
1: I think that's somebody that... Like, another person who I think they would want to keep around for their mind. Like, they have all these coaches. I, yeah. I don't yeah. know. But, hey, hopefully she shows up, like, I don't know, somewhere. I would just love to see her, like, as a coach for the women's division in an AEW. That'd be awesome.
0: Yeah, they need it. Yeah.
1: I think that'd be really cool. But, yeah, just... Ten talents where I they wherever they show up they're gonna be huge impacts. I don't know where the Iconics go, but I hope they show up somewhere together and they just take it by storm because they agreed. They gotta that wave for sure. Those two, I can't believe that that was like two of the most shocking for me because they were just so good on TV recently. Like it's not yeah. like they had been off TV. Billy Kay was on WrestleMania.
0: Those two and Joe for sure stood out the most. Yeah. Right?
1: Well, speaking of Mania, let's talk about the Raw after WrestleMania, and it stuck out for sure because it stuck out for being the worst Raw after Mania I've ever seen in my life.
0: (laughs) It was bad, man, and they were just, I mean, listen, I get it, but if you're going to do a whole weekend of having fans, why not just close it out with the Raw and then go back to the Thunderdome?
1: or if you go back to the thunderdome make sure it isn't a show that sucks. <laughs> <Jesus>. That
0: too, <laughs> yes. <yeah. laughs> that too. I was getting there. I was working my way up, but uh yeah. So it was just trash, man. This was uh could have been a superstars, honestly.
1: Yeah. So, or a main event. Well, I get, I don't even want to talk about this for too long. I'll just go over like the main things that storyline make matter. Uh Lashley the story's riddle in the first match basically. Yeah, that that's to be expected. Uh, yeah, just basic squash match. Rhea Ripley cut a terrible promo on this, and she's a good promo. But whatever they gave her to say was just so rough. It yeah. was. She said, "It's time for the brutal world order." The what? <laughs> the you get it? It's like new, but it's brutal world order. <sighs> boo You suck! Oh my, it was so rough. And then the war raiders come back. That's awesome. That was cool. Viking raiders, whatever you want to call them. But (laughs) experience. Oh, timeout. Who the fuck was this guy in commentary, bro? Oh, that's Adnan. 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 I don't know how to say his name. Adnan Verk. I guess he's a baseball announcer that they have now. Because you want to
0: talk about sticking out that dude was like at least he was like um he was trying but like realistic he, you know he's like you guys are gonna have to carry me through this yeah
1: because this is the first time he'd ever done yeah. it i guess
0: i think he mispronounced i don't know i lost track of how many things he was just mispronouncing
1: he's hopefully he gets better that's all i'll say uh cory graves is now on raw commentary too so
0: that's a highlight i like yeah, Corey Graves. i like cory graves too but, he's probably yeah. my favorite commentator in wwe
1: uh, I'd agree with that. Uh, I just realized that I don't ever get to hear Nigel McGuinness on commentary anymore. That's disappointing because I love Nigel's commentary.
0: He's on uh, NXT UK. Yeah,
1: I know. <laughs> <laughs> <So you> can... <laughs> we'll get to that episode too. You want to talk about fucking stankers? Oh boy. Well, like I said, Warriors came back. They yep. beat Alexander, uh, Cedric Alexander, and Sheldon Benjamin, which is they're not in the hurt business anymore but uh, speaking of the hurt business we we're gonna talk about that in a second because <laughs> jesus christ but <laughs> but uh <laughs> charlotte comes back she cuts like a she cut a pretty good promo it was very very long though like it was like a 10 minute promo and just her being charlotte turned up to 11 she says that her nickname is now the opportunity i guess because she's not taking <laughs> opportunities she is the opportunity which if you think about it I can understand where they're going with that like being in the ring with her is an opportunity all this blah 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 blah, blah. Mm. but it took so long to get there <laughs> yeah and then we had Rhea Ripley versus Asuka which is a, rem- a rematch from Wrestlemania and this match I, I don't think these I think these two just have terrible chemistry because this match was not good
0: <laughs> yeah the mini match wasn't that
1: great either but yeah this uh, they, there was just it seemed I don't know if what the miss was a, I'm was. on my
0: phone for most of this Raw
1: yeah, it I don't know what it is cuz both of these two are really good and like it just Agreed. seemed like they did never really were clicked from the start and it was just rough. Yeah. <laughs> like that one point Oscar went for a missile drop kick but Rhea Ripley was just like feet out of position. Mm. <laughs> it, it, I don't I don't know what it was, man, but it ends up in Charlotte attacking both of them on the outside and to, leads to a DQ. Then uh <laughs> Mandy Mandy Rose uh and uh who's her tag team partner? Uh Dana brooke Dana brooke My god. See this this, this is what happens when I is a raw like this. I forget sorry forgetting people's names. <laughs> <laughs> they uh Naya Jackson and Shayna Basher watching a TV in the back laughing at Mandy for slipping and then Shayna walks away and then they hit they push Naya down I guess and That's not the last time I'm going to be talking about something really bad with them because, oh, my God, the match that they had. I'm just going to talk about it now. Matter of fact, so they have a match (laughs) like I can't believe this. They have a match against the Warwind Tag Team Champions. And the whole thing is that uh, Nia is clumsy all of a sudden. She falls on the way to the ring. I I don't know why she's clumsy all of a sudden. She hasn't been clumsy this whole time. But Mm. all of a sudden, she's clumsy. Oh, she's
0: been hurting people <laughs> with her clumsy movesets.
1: Yeah, oh, that's a whole different story. <laughs> oh. But the match starts, and then Naya slips and gets mad, and then Dana Brick and Mandy just leave because, like, oh, it's not worth it. That was good enough. She slipped. Ha 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 ha. ha. But they're the right. champions, and if you were to beat the champions, then you get a championship shot. But oh, my whole... Okay. I couldn't. This I'm surprised
0: was, you didn't say my hole.
1: Yeah, I couldn't believe this. I was, I <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. And then Damian Priest got rolled up by Miz with his ha- pants half down, and then I just, just what were they doing on this Raw? Man, I'm just, uh, I'm just gonna go to the main event segment. That's the only thing that matters for the rest of this. <laughs> mm-hmm. Please uh, do. <laughs> First of all, also before again, actually, Bray Wyatt comes back and he's just regular Bray and he's just trying so hard to make sense of what, the, what he creative gave him. He's like, I don't know, man. I didn't want to lose. I was supposed to lose. But then they came in. Randy Orton had white gear, so I had to lose. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying to make chicken sound out of chicken shit. He said, no more clout chasing. Which I was like, okay, why does he keep saying that? <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny.
0: but Yeah, no, yeah, I heard him say that, which just sounds odd coming out of him. And then exactly. on top of that, I'm like, I don't know if he knows what that means. No more clout chasing. <laughs> oh, cl- he said clown chasing? Or he said clout chasing. Clout, C-L-O- yeah, yeah, yeah. C-L-O-U-T. So it's like whoever wrote that for him, I don't think they know. Yeah, I don't mm. understand
1: what the clout that he's chasing is. Maybe Alexa Bliss was chasing the fiend for some clout. I I don't know. Yes. I don't know. Uh, Okay. Speaking of somebody looking for some clout after this main event match, which was (laughs) Drew McIntyre versus Randy Orton versus Braun Strowman, all this happens. Randy wins, or Randy goes for a a RKO, misses, gets Claymored. One, two, three. Drew wins, and then T-Bar and Mace attack Randy Orton or uh, Drew McIntyre, lay him out, and MVP is on the ramp smiling. So now, uh. I could be wrong. Maybe this is not what happens on Raw tonight, but it seems like T-Bar and Mace are gonna be in the Hurt business. Why did they kick Shelton and Cedric out?
0: <laughs> I have no idea.
1: If but they, if they if they make them take the masks off, and then they're like, "All right, we realized that we were trying to go against the business of the WWE, but then we realize, you know, sometimes you got to go where business is booming, and that's what the Hurt business—they take the mask Ooh. off and they're cool." That'd be sick, maybe. See, that's I, all right. The way you
0: just worded that, perfect. I'm all right with that.
1: But but, but if they come out and their names are still T Bar and Mace and not Die and Dio Men, get out of here with that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, what is going on here? I can't believe and I, I like Dijack as a wrestler, he's cool. Yeah, and, he's great. And Dio seems like he's got he's really good too. I haven't really like he hasn't been able to do much because they've been retribution, so they've been doing like mm-hmm. weird creep around the ring, do a chokeslam. But like yep. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to talk about this raw anymore. So that's Me
0: either. we're gonna leave yeah. it at that. <laughs> we usually say that there's like a diamond in this, in like a pile of shit, and it's like, uh, this week was like, um, not even a diamond. It was yeah. like a, a piece of gravel.
1: It's a piece. It's a link off of a uh, one of those chains you get out of the, like the quarter machines when you're oh, at a diner. Damn. But like it, it ripped, so only one of like the little links on it. <laughs> that's what you found.
0: Yep, that's right. I would agree with that.
1: But uh, with that being said, we can move on to Tuesday nights, which is now the home for NXT. And uh, for before we hop in, this, what did you think of this new presentation? I guess for NXT, it kind of it kind of uh, beefed it up, kind of gave it a little bit of a different feel, not too much, but a little bit new graphics and kind of. Just they, it seems like they wanted to give it a little bit of like a extra flair to being on Tuesday nights.
0: Yeah. They, I get what you're saying. Like they kind of wanted them to stand out. Yeah. Um, shake things up, I guess, or whatever you would say. But it was fine. Um, (laughs) it's funny because I watch it on Sling, you know, I record it. And I said, well, now I'm going to start watching it live, obviously, because there's, I don't watch anything else on Tuesdays, but, um, they need to like go into some of these pro, like Direct TV or whatever the fuck, and change the wrestlers that they have there because everyone on the card that they have for NXT is already on the main roster or doesn't wrestle.
1: I've noticed that too.
0: Any it's like Velveteen Dreams on there and fucking uh, Rhea Ripley. But yeah, that's just Fair. a side note. But a little far behind. Cool. I like it. I think it's fine.
1: Yeah, a little bit of fresh freshness. So, uh, it starts off a of carry across, come into the ring. Got a little Nancy nice fancy uh dress shirt on and a little leather jacket <laughs> he yeah. goes to the rings it cuts, cuts a pretty long promo just talking about how he's gonna outwork everybody he's been watching Christian matches apparently but uh um, yeah right <laughs> <laughs> but he's he's gonna outwork everybody he's the hungriest hungriest uh player in the hungriest division in the world so he's just ready for all comers and he's hungry I, I don't know why uh they were cheering him here he is he's, he's yeah. the, big, the big bad guy
0: it, I got a question for you as far before we get into the tag match do you think that they were prepped? do you think the audience was prepped or do you think it was just like I don't know I don't I'm, were, was I missing something
1: I, I don't know because there's something else coming up now that, that that's, that's what off. I'm getting at yeah this <laughs> and
0: then what we're about to talk about as well and then because he he puts respect he gives respect to Finn Balor like you yeah. were a good you know, opponent and blah 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 and then like they were cheering him. So I don't I don't know. It was so it was
1: very odd. I don't know if if, the, if it was just like a, a snarky crowd that was trying to just go into business for themselves or if they were right. prompted because it, it was just really weird. <laughs> very weird. Very weird. So it was a decent little promo though. And then we got MSK defending their tag titles against Killian Dane and Drake Maverick. And they were booing the hell out of MSK. And yeah. I was like what is going on? So
0: weird. Yeah. That's what that's what we were hinting at, but I don't know if they were uh, prepped. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So
1: I don't don't know. I don't know what it was. I was really confused. Like every time they would do something, they would catch it. You still suck. You still suck. And I was like,
0: yeah. And it's not like they were
1: wrestling heelish, you know? No, they're they're And their whole story was that like they're on commentary. They're saying how proud Zach Wentz or um, what's his name? (laughs) Uh, fuck Nash,
0: Nash Carter, Nash, Nash Carter. Nash, how
1: how proud his dad must be because he was he was the one who he got him into wrestling, and his dad passed away. Yep. So this they they were definitely playing them as baby faces, yeah. and the crowd was just I don't know what it was. They were cheering them the whole way through the tournament and won yep. the titles. And now you you might be right though; it might have just been an audience like, "Well,
0: we're just gonna do what we want."
1: That's so annoying. <laughs> Stupid. Uh this match was fun though. Nice little match. Uh, Drake, mm-hmm. Maverick, and Dane have like a cool. They really kind of uh, honed into their thing, where Drake kind of gets thrown around by Dane or he wants. I think that's fun. Mm-hmm. But uh, of course, MSK get the win. They hit their finish on Maverick, and then uh, they get the one, two, three.
0: And then, oh, yeah, Imperium shows up. So what, what? Am I missing something here? Is there a history between? Oh, you know what? I just realized. As soon as I said it, there is history. So, Dane, Killian, Dane, and Alexander Dan, Wolf. Alexander Wolf was in, they were insanity together. Yeah,
1: that's true. And yeah. then also the reason I totally that, missed that that uh, that Maverick had that match with Walter was because they took out, or they, or at least Maverick thought they took out um, Killian before. Remember mm. that. They, uh, he approached them. He like he came into their locker room yelling at them. He's like, what would you do yep. to Killian?
0: Right. So, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That maybe that was just a receipt for that, or maybe they are going further in that, like the history between those two.
0: But then the uh, Marcel Bartel and Fabian Eichner were looking at um fuck. Wolf. Wolf, uh, like kind of like they were gonna turn on him or something, or maybe they're just looking at him weird because they're like, you're with us. You're not insanity anymore. I yeah.
1: Don't know. It was odd. Very interesting for sure. I'm, just, I'm just interested to see where they go with this. I don't know mm-hmm. where exactly it'll be, but eh, more Imperium on my TV is never a bad thing. No, <laughs> definitely not. But uh then we got a little uh backstage with Robert Stone. He's backstage with Talia and Jesse May, and then Mercedes Martinez comes up and says, "Hey, where's my money? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Fuck you, pay me." you better you better pay my mercedes that's what i'm gonna say because she does I not like seem she, like one. we
0: haven't seen her in a long time too which is unfortunate
1: yeah she rules man she needs to be on tv more and yes she got a nice a nice little uh well before we get to the match actually we had the uh cole and o'reilly package this was so goofy but i liked it yeah they uh it was kind of some uh footage from last week after their match and they show them both getting wheeled into what is most definitely just a performance center <laughs> yeah definitely and they're both on stretchers and they're yelling at each other back and <laughs> forth. This this felt like an Eric Andre or like a impractical Joker's bit or something. Yeah, definitely it felt pretty goofy. But
0: was, two was, people cool have beef it. in the hospital, just keep fighting. Yeah,
1: exactly. I, I thought it was, I thought it was funny though. And then we got the Mercedes Martinez Jessica Maya match. Jessica Maya got a little bit more here than I thought she was gonna. It was a fun little match back <laughs> what, and forth. Like
0: two punches, three punches.
1: <laughs> she went for a little crossbody. She missed. Uh, it. But yeah, she tried. <laughs> she got an A for effort. And then Mercedes hits her with the air raid crash for the one, two, three. Then after the match, she gets that money from Robert Stone. She, she, That's she right. uh, goes to come here and calls out Raquel Gonzalez, which I'm stoked for. That's going to be a, they're going to yep. beat the hell out of each other. You got to,
0: you got to. She's, you know what I mean? That's great.
1: Two, uh,
0: how can I say, what's the,
1: too beefy woman smacking meat? Is that, <laughs> it, it, it doesn't <laughs> that work as well. Sounds a lot dirtier. Than, it doesn't work. It
0: actually work. sounds dirtier than you would about say about the men smacking meat.
1: Yeah, Big E's catchphrase doesn't work as well there, but hey. <laughs> <laughs> We're not, regardless, they're gonna beat the hell out of each other. Yes. <laughs> and then we get uh the way interview. They're doing the way things in the back, and they're just he Johnny Gargano loves saying cuckoo bananas now. That's his new thing.
0: He loves it, yeah.
1: Cuckoo bananas.
0: Yeah. <laughs> just uh stick to having good matches that take over. <laughs>
1: That was decent. Then we got a, a really not, another really good swerve promo. I, li- I like the stuff of him in the studio. Mm-hmm. I he agree. Says, he says after the night him and Leon are done and I thought that was pretty cool. And then we get an open challenge from Santos Escobar. He kind of just runs down the whole division, says that he has made the uh, Cruiserweight division main uh, main not main roster, but main TV <laughs> worthy, yeah, I guess. A main to- yeah, like a main topic. Yeah, exactly. And then uh, Kushida accepts the challenge, which I thought was awesome. Yeah, and me too. This, this match, man, this was awesome. Uh, Kushida had the Sakuraba-inspired gear. Mm. I don't know if you noticed that. That was cool. No. Mm. Yeah. Like the orange and white little gimmick. I thought that was dope. That is dope. But, but this match, man, <laughs> Kushida pulling up the Liger pose always before he did, he did the uh, palm strike. I thought that was awesome. Yep. And then uh, this match, they just had a lot of fun like grappling back and forth, which is cool to see that side of Escobar. He doesn't really do the uh, catch style too much, but Kushida will bring it out of you for sure.
0: Yeah, definitely. And it's cool that I feel like he's a, a pretty good all-around. Like, yeah, Escobar. He can do really everything, good. it seems like.
1: He's great, yeah. Yeah. But out of nowhere, man, they do a little bit of the uh, pins back and forth type of thing, and Kushida gets the win, man. I was very surprised by that. I love yeah. it, though. Kushida's so good and we've been saying how this man was like the best light heavyweight in the world for a very long time and he hadn't gotten his just due yet and he finally has he's the new cruiserweight champion
0: i say fuck it put the north american on them too give him a the
1: double Yo, belts. double belts i would love that yeah. i would i would absolutely love that yep but then we get a uh interview in the back with champa and thatcher they kind of just talk about how everything's uh it's a new landscape in nxt new tag champions new nxt champion Hey, we're just we're ready for whatever and they said yep. they're coming for the goal they said msk you better watch out that match is gonna be a banger i'm very very excited for that yes very excited for that and then we got Dakota. i have a feeling
0: they're gonna turn heel before that match though
1: who msk or
0: no uh thatcher and, thatcher and champa. champa
1: i i think that match might be where champa gets turned on by thatcher i really want that
0: i, I don't either i feel like i, we're I don't
1: already... i don't know if i want Champa. I don't know if I want Thatcher versus Walter more, or if I want Thatcher with them more. I, I can't because mm. him. And I wonder Walter, if they kick
0: out Wolf and put Thatcher back in.
1: That could be sick. Yeah, I don't know. I I do want to see one Walter versus Thatcher match in NXT because they beat the absolute hell out of each
0: other. Yes, the man's <laughs> and, missing teeth for God's sakes. He don't give a
1: fuck. Exactly. But then we get uh Dakota Kai in the ring. She introduces Brookel oh, Gonzalez. She comes out and has a little championship celebration. At least she thinks she kind of does a whole little promo about her whole rise in NXT and how everything for the past 14 months they've dominated the women's division. And uh, Raquel puts some respect on EO, which kind of mirrored Cross's promo, which kind of surprised me.
0: Yeah, where they were, it was just kind of like, which makes me think like this is the end of the beef, like this is yeah. the end of the the rivalry
1: between the two when they're when the when the heel is giving respect. Yep, that's that that'll it's a good uh, signifier for sure. Yeah. And then the debut of none other than Frankie Monet. Yeah. Oh man, she she comes out and she's full st- she's still full Ty of Valkyrie. She's still got the full gimmick. I'm glad they didn't change it because she's just money, man. She's... Yeah, definitely. I knew you'd like this for sure. I love Ty. She's so good, man. She comes out with a with dog. I don't know if the dog's <laughs> name is Frankie, but it should be her dog's name should be her name. That'd be sick.
0: I thought they said that the dog's name was. I can't remember though. Hmm.
1: I don't know. But she comes out full, just Dripping, she got the full yep. the full fit on. <laughs> she introduces herself. She says, "The best division in the planet just got shinier, bougier and a whole lot better." <laughs> nice. And she says, "You know, you see a whole lot more of me on the top of this division." And then Raquel's like, "You're lucky I'm in a good and I'm, a, I'm in a good mood today." Blah 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> and they have a little bit of back and forth. And, and Ty ends up saying, or Frankie, sorry, I, I'm gonna have to get a, used to that." Frankie says, "All right, cabrona, I'll see you every single Tuesday." <laughs> <laughs>
0: it always it always blows me away when she like speaks spanish
1: because i don't know i just don't see her as she spent like most of her career training in mexico yeah i just not where a loca there you go
0: ricky then, martin good exactly
1: song. and then we get uh bianca's music hits or no first it's ria's music i think uh yeah,
0: uh one. yeah, I think it was Rhea first. Rhea comes
1: out and then they face off, kind of like bowing up to each other, you think, and then they smile, they cheers with the belts, and then I'm on my own, I guess the wall. <laughs> I never needed to it up theme song rules. Bianca's kids. Song. They come out and they sh- they show a little picture of them back in like their NXT days, kind of mm. just all posing together, and then they stand. Did she the-
0: sing her own theme song, Bianca?
1: Yeah, she has to. It sounds like her voice.
0: It does sound like her, which is dope. Sorry. I love that.
1: I love that. Yep. But they kind of just have a little bit of a moment now that they're all champions on three different brands, which is awesome. Very cool. And then we get a uh, Saray video package. kind of just hyping her, her up on her the start on her way towards debuting this coming week. Regal pipes her up, says how excited he is to have her. Miko Satamora chimes in, which is cool. Yeah, it is cool. Which is yep. crazy because she has never been on. Like NXT, I guess she was in the Dusty or the um, May Young Classic, I think. May Young, yep, yep. So I guess she has been on NXT proper before, so it was cool. Um, they're really hyping up Saray, and I'm I'm very excited to see what she does. I hope, I hope, I hope. I don't know what eo's doing, but I hope they they have a match together before she Eo ends up somewhere else. Yeah, that'd be so cool. Would that, be a banger. And then after Regals in his uh his uh. Office, I guess you'll say. I was gonna say locker room, but it's not really a locker room, it's an office. <laughs> and <laughs> he's in the shower. And Roddy Strong comes in, he says, hey, I'm done, hands him an envelope. And he says, I'm done, that's it. So I, I don't know where they're going with this. That's, yeah, I was like, uh, okay, Roddy Strong, he's not getting called up. Like, no, if he gets called up, he's gonna be right next to Drew Gulak in the, the 24-7 yes. division. Yep, and that will piss me off because Roderick Strong is one of the best. Don't piss job. me off. Yeah. yeah. I got one rule. It's just don't piss me off.
0: And <laughs> <laughs> They're breaking it.
1: Uh, I don't know. I don't know where they're. D- I hope. I hope. Whatever Roderick Strong does, I hope it's good because he rules. He's so good. Agreed. One. Uh, Put some respect
0: to, on that man. Saying, shout
1: out to the No, More, no Remorse core.
0: Shout out to uh, Messiah the Backbreaker.
1: Yeah. And a heartache. All, all the backbreakers. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. And a heartache. Good song, too
0: my broken heart yeah exactly
1: so good but speaking of good man this leon ruff and swerve scott match isaiah swerve scott leon ruff these two have insane chemistry everything they've done for the past like what it's been a long feud. i feel like too it's been like months i feel like agreed i feel like this was that they went all out for
0: this match because of Swerve saying, like, this is it. This is the last we're going to do. So, like, yeah, let's all, we're going all in. No pun intended.
1: D- this was so good, man. They just, they went at it. <laughs> and Leon Ruff, he was like very aggressive here, too, which was really cool to see. Yeah. From him. It was yeah, really definitely. cool to see from him. He had some fire, and I thought it was awesome. He hits an insane tope Rana for two, like, or top rope Rana. Like, that, it was like <laughs> he yeah. got height on that. <laughs> like, yes. It was definitely. one of those where like he just, like pulls him down with his weight. He got heights on it. It was mm-hmm. nuts. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh my god! Just, just so much, man. Uh, there's, just, there's just too much to go down because these guys have such a high pace and swerve. I, I don't know where they go with him. I just hope he gets a belt soon because this dude's so good. Yeah,
0: I, they gave him a little bit of a, I guess uh a rub. I guess you could say when he was one of the final guys in that North American uh, title thing. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. But I, I Rusev's
0: been doing nothing but impress me. So,
1: yeah, he, he's hey man. Yeah. You know, like when he won the belt and I said, well, just give him time. Nope. This dude rules. I still don't. They hey. should have
0: waited. It would have hey. meant more.
1: Yeah. But I don't think he's going to get it any other time. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm, I'm, true, I'm glad. Guess, I'm glad he got it. I'm glad he got true. it. But then we got a Zoe Stark promo. She's kind of detailing how it feels to be in NXT after her struggles that she had where she was just. Broke coming up like four months ago in uh Vegas, and now she's here wrestling with the best in the world. Yep. And then uh, she gets interrupted by Mercedes Martinez, which I, that match will be awesome when they yes. do that. That's gonna be really, really good. Yeah,
0: absolutely, <laughs> I like both those girls for sure.
1: Yeah. And then we get a Walter promo. He says, "All of NXT will understand what it means when I say this, the Matt is sac- sacred." I hope this means they're setting up for him and Finn finally. You think? I don't know where else what else they would be talking about.
0: I mean that. I don't know who else would is in line to wrestle Walter that it would even stand somewhat of a chance.
1: Yeah, nobody. I don't... You're never beating Walter. Yeah. <laughs> You're definitely not. I I don't know who beats Walter. Like, there's nobody. There's literally nobody. No. <laughs> there's nobody you can believe like,
0: like you said, if Finn goes over there or something, or he wants to go back to Ireland or whatever the fuck, but I don't, I don't know.
1: I don't even think Finn should beat him.
0: No, I, I don't either, but having him over in NXT UK would be big. I don't know. Yeah. That's like that is so that's a big reeks, fish, little pond. Yeah, it's like a whale little pond. It's like a <laughs> whale in a pond. Exactly. You know what I mean, like
1: I don't know. Finn Balor versus Walter. Give it to me because that yes. match will be it who you. You thought Kyle while Riley versus Finn Balor was brutal. Yeah, hey, he Finn's about to get another another jaw surgery because that boy Waltz yep. is about to. <laughs> you want to do strong style with him, buddy? Call, yeah. You're gonna regret it.
0: <laughs> and he's skinnier too, so he'll mm-hmm. chop your fucking oh, heart
1: through your chest, bro. So, yeah, Finn Balor is about to be. He's he's gonna chop him so hard that Mark's gonna be on his back.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. A handprint on his back. Exactly. Jesus.
1: <laughs> but then we got a swerve interview. He said, "I made a statement tonight, and before you can just keep talking." Leon Ruff attacks again and smashes him with the road case. He said it's not over until I say it's over. So they're <laughs> they keeping it going, man. I I like this new very aggressive Leon Ruff. He's tired of being looked looked at as the underdog, and he's here to say, I, I, I'm a viable contender. And he showed that he can go, man. And I'm excited to see where they go with this. Mm-hmm. But that leads to the main event of the evening. It is a how many people are in this match? Eight man, so, eight, eight, eight oh, person. Eight, 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 you're man. right, you're right. You're so right. So it was the first time the entire way. Team together, so it was Candice, Indy, Austin, and Johnny taking on Ember Moon, Chachi Blackheart, Dexter Loomis, and Bronson Reed. Bronson, the uh tsunami man himself. This match was actually really fun, though. I th- I thought this match was a blast. They, they it was kind of a more of a comedy match at times, but when they were when it was on, they were they were going firing it on all cylinders.
0: I would agree with that. Yeah, the 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 haha shit. I'm, I wasn't really big on, but. The rest of it was good. The ending was good. Good finish, I
1: guess. The eclipse off of Bronson Reed's shoulders to Austin Theory was nuts. That was, that was sick. cool. That was cool. <laughs> that was sick.
0: And seeing Bronson Reed do a splash, it it never gets old. Yeah, exactly. Like how how does this happen? Hey, how are your how are your ribs not broke?
1: That's a lot of weight. <laughs>
0: yeah, yes, it is. And gravity will. You know, you
1: can't fake gravity. Exactly. He's not. He's not a uh, Adrian Neville. He is not the man for gravity. For yeah, gravity right. forgot. <laughs> Gravity (laughs) forgot every he. Gravity remembered every single pound. Yes, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, yeah, man, like you said, Bronson hit his his splash to tsunami on Austin Theory for the one two three. I thought this match pretty fun. Good, good way to end it. It's surprising to me that they chose that as their first main event on a uh on their first night on it on Tuesdays.
0: Yeah, it was odd. Like these are who were putting forward as the main event. You know, I, I don't know
1: interesting interesting but since we got the new week we have a new format so i like i like the idea of keeping nxts close together so we're gonna go from nxt to impact to nxt uk just to keep it nice and concise there you go there you go so we'll talk about uh two thursday night impact now it's so weird to say that because it's been tuesday for (laughs) the entire the entirety of the show but uh (laughs) start uh, opened up with the uh, walking weapon josh alexander taking on tjp and of of course you would already know the walking weapon got the win they, they're, they're, they've they been pushing him heavily i'm really glad they are because josh alexander is one of my favorite wrestlers on the planet right now yeah he's he's like one and of the fuck most tjp yeah that's too. but uh <laughs> he's like very underutilized man i think he when you're talking pound for pound some of the best wrestlers on the planet in north america right now he's got to be in that, that conversation
0: yeah definitely him and uh Shane Mercer too, I think.
1: Like Oh Mer- Mercer's a maniac too. Yeah.
0: I feel like both those guys like that's the epitome of like a good wrestler.
1: Yeah, exactly. He's like somebody you could put in there with anybody and I think he, he will not have a bad match. I've never seen a bad Josh Alexander. Like, yeah. And,
0: I say God. Shane Mercer because him and Josh Alexander I feel like haven't really got their big Just push the, yet. You yeah, know what I mean? Definitely.
1: Yeah. Mercer hasn't hasn't been in any major companies. He's been an indie guy, but once he does, that dude can do some of the most insane feats of strength I've ever seen. Yep. Like <laughs> he's ridiculously strong, and he's not that big of a guy, but like he he's cut for sure. Yeah, but he, yeah. He's, bit, he's He's not that tall of a guy, I should say, but like for there his you know, yeah. for his height, he can pick he can do a lot. <laughs> yep. But that led that next match was a uh, Carl Anderson, hot, the machine gun hot Carl, taking on a uh, crazy <laughs> Steve Two Z's and half the eyesight.
0: <laughs> Crazy Steven, Hot Carl, wow!
1: <laughs> Sounds like a Nickelodeon show. Yeah, exactly. Sounds <laughs> like something up like the Amanda Show. <laughs> man, <laughs> Amanda, man, Amanda, 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 Amanda Show. But you already know the Good Brothers. He's always going off on top. He had to get the whistle, the whiz. To, I don't know. I was trying to, I was trying to, uh, to uh, turn the way they talk into him saying he got the win. <laughs> yeah, there you go.
0: I knew where you were going.
1: I was watching uh, Being the Elite earlier and it was Kenny and the Young Bucks saying they're doing a meet and greet and they said they had to do a missing Grizz and I was like oh my god stupid <laughs> <So dumb. laughs> oh, I love it a missing Grizz <laughs> uh, they just say things sometimes but
0: they just <laughs> do that's good Brothers style
1: Hey, but the good brothers went over here Carl Anderson did at least he got the win and that led to a uh, kind of a back and forth so it starts with Eddie Edwards calling out violent by design he says a hey, I don't like the way you guys are doing things. You guys are a, a cancer to the backstage area and I got it. I don't care if it's three one on four, or one on three, whatever it is. I'll take you guys on. Violent by design hit the ring. And then uh he gets some backup because uh Willie Mack, Chris Saban, and James Storm hit the ring. And that leads to a match that's gonna be happening this Saturday, Sunday at Rebellion, which is gonna be a big show. Uh this match, that match is gonna be happening. So it's violent by design, of course, uh Deaner not cody deaner anymore just deaner eric young yep. rhino and the big man himself joe Doring. no I, I was i was waiting i was waiting for the it is joe Doring. i was i was, I was oh. waiting for the uh, uh i could i try to think of a cool nickname but it didn't come to me so i just <laughs>
0: oh <laughs> it's just do it's just big big ass big hoss motherfucker
1: joe Doring. Yeah, yeah he doesn't have a nickname so i could i was, I was trying really hard to think of one on the top of my head and it just wasn't coming <laughs> He's just coming to beat your ass. Former all Japan triple crown winner. He's he's coming. He's coming crazy. Nothing but respect, but they're going to be taking on James storm, Chris Saban, Eddie Edwards and Willie Mack. That'd be a fun eight man tag. Yeah. The the whole card for rebellions could be crazy. But before we talk about more about that card, we got the uh, jazz retirement speech. She retired on this show. She had a little nice little retirement speech. Well, it was nice after this because fire and flavor mm. of course had to interrupt they they mm. came out he's like hey ah kiera hogan like t- uh what are those called tissues mm. <laughs> looked, pretending she was crying like throwing one ah. stage bah. and then they <laughs> hit the ring and her and jordan grace laid them down so fire and flavor they got beat up jazz had to get to, had to put somebody down on her way out for sure there you go <laughs> And then the whole locker room comes out, gives gives her her flowers while they while they can, just showed some respect, kind of doing the thank you jazz and smacking right. it on the ring and everything. So very cool, cool moment. And then ahead of their match at Rebellion, Matt Cardona and uh, Brian Myers participated in a uh, pick your poison matches. So mm. each one of them, each person chose an opponent for the other, basically. Gotcha. So Cardona picked Matt Myers' opponent, who was Jake Something, Ooh. who uh. They had a nice little back and forth, but Myers ended up picking up the win, surprise surprisingly. <laughs> <laughs> and then he hit he hit him with the uh, roster cut, which is like his like Larry he does, which is mm. hilarious that he calls it that the roster cut. <laughs> <laughs> Should call it the Black Tuesday or something. Yeah, right. <laughs> but uh and then Myers chose Cardona's opponent, and that was Sammy Callahan, the draw, hashtag the draw. Thumbs down, thumbs down. Up, thumbs down. And they had a little bit cool back and forth, and Sammy Callahan was in a bit of a bit of trouble, but he ended up poking Myers' eye, hitting the two uh, pile driver for the one, two, three. Nice. And then after the match, <laughs> he grabs the mic and goes, "Woo, woo, woo!" Just took care of that piece of trash. <laughs> <laughs> and then he calls nice. up he calls out Trey Miguel, and he's just kind of trying to be like, "Yo, you know, if you if we join forces, we could take over Impact and all this, blah, blah, blah." And Trey Miguel's not having it, so they eventually come to blows, and that leads to a match that they're having Sunday Rebellion, a last-man-standing match, which those Mm -hmm. two are going to have. That's going to be an amazing match.
0: (laughs) Yes, Sammy can go for sure in that type of of a match.
1: Yeah, and Trey is just an incredible incredible talent. I'm glad he's finally getting a single push. But that leads to the main event segment. It was a uh, press conference between the world champion of AEW, Kenny Omega, and the Impact world champion, Rich Swan. So it's kind of just... Hyping up their match, and I don't know if you saw this, but do you do you see who's going to be on commentary for their match?
0: No. Mm-mm.
1: Mama Mia! Oh, really? Wow! Ronaldo is going to be on commentary cool. just for be... that match. Yep. Oh, that's big, fucking cool. Big Good fight feel right there. Definitely big fight feel. That's going to be nuts. Mama this, is gonna... Mia. <laughs> this is a uh, pretty typical press conference, though. They kind of just go back and forth. Has have their uh, little quips rich swan doesn't really say much he said he wants to let let his actions do the talking but uh, i'm sorry rich that's not gonna happen (laughs) no definitely not but before they uh before it ends kenny omega slaps rich swan and that kind of they get pulled apart so there's Mm. gonna be there's a lot of heat going into that match it's gonna be a uh that's gonna be an amazing match i think i think they're gonna pull out all the stops but Mm -hmm. by the end of it the belt collector is gonna collect one more for sure
0: yeah there you go definitely
1: so, the card so far off the top of my head is um, Swan versus Omega, hmm. Trey versus Callahan. Same. Yep. And then we're going to get...
0: Filing by Design versus that mixed match of uh, guys, Eddie Edwards team. Yep,
1: the, the eight-man tag, and then Cardona versus Myers. That's right. Yep. Which would be great. But uh, speaking of great, man... That was impact. So let's Mm -hmm. talk about the amazing NXT UK show you've been you've been hyping (laughs) up.
0: Yeah, I. uh, They start off hot, let's put it that way, and then it just kind of flatlines. You know, I'm just gonna say that. So starting the show out with they must have called you and asked you what match you wanted to see because we got Saxon Huxley, okay, versus the former Benjamin Carter. Oh. Now Nathan Fraser.
1: Hey, I love that. Shout out to Saxon Huxley one time. That's the best wrestler on the planet.
0: <laughs> and this was a decent match. Fraser got a uh, a lot of his spots in. Um good back and forth. Saxon Huxley needs something in this. Like <laughs> he's, he's just a something. drawn out squash guy at this point. Like okay. he doesn't talk on the mic. He doesn't he's a Dollar General store version of Bruiser Brody. Oof. And that, and I like him. I think he's a good wrestler. I just think that they need something better. But Benjamin Carter hits that, uh, what we were talking about AJ Styles, yep, the inverted DDT, and then he hits the frog splash. He's just so good. He's such he's a, if they do, incredible. if they do right by him, he's a future like superstar for sure.
1: Easily that dude, he, he moves like around the wing, ring in ways that I, not many people I've ever seen.
0: No, and you can just tell by the way somebody wrestles that there's a like, you know when the future what the future holds for them.
1: Yep, you know? that there's a reason why his indie nickname was the prodigy of pro wrestling because this man is the future for sure.
0: Exactly. So, I'm glad we
1: got to see it early because um, yep, very excited. He didn't have a long indie run, but I'm glad we got to see it while he did because that dude's a star.
0: <laughs> yeah. So nothing but um good shit for him for the future, I'm sure. Then we move on to uh, um a promo from Noam Dar and Shaw Samuels talking about how. They were screwed out of the title for the number one contenders for the Heritage Cup. Okay. And they challenge a Mustache Mountain to a match next week. So it'll be a tag That'd match. Yeah. So maybe Noam Dar was injured or something. And now he's starting to now he's making
1: his That's gotta be to the what ring, it was. I don't you know? think.
0: Yeah, it had to have been. Yeah. But then we, right after that, get a, another episode of the Supernova Sessions. Okay. With Gallus as the guest. And they are on top. On, formally on top. on top. They're not on top anymore. They don't got no belts. So ah. Ah. But they're doing this interview. It's a little bit back and forth. It's kind of funny because Noam Dar has like a nice couch. And then he, for the guests, he always has like these crappy folding chairs, but he lays on the couch <laughs> and Gallus picks him up off the couch and puts him on the ch- on the folding chair so they can sit <laughs> on the couch, which is it's funny. Sick. But then they get interrupted by any Dennis. And I believe it's Boar who's injured. Okay so Eddie Dennis starts cutting a promo on him how they've all fallen out of you know uh- you know not fame fallen out of uh what's the word they're winning Relevancy. Wins, I should say okay. yeah, and he starts talking shit, so then Gallus goes after him and they get jumped by primate and tyson t bone so hey, I Tyson t-bone is looking crazy he is fucking crazy <laughs> I think they said he was a bouncer or that's what he would just go to bars to fight or something and he for sure looks like it
1: What a maniac <laughs> uh,
0: but I believe bore of the two uh, primate and Boar, I think that he's injured for real so I think okay. Tyson T-bones f- filling in that role so that'll be a tag match next week or no no it's not a tag match next week take that back it's gonna be Joe coffee against um, Eddie Dennis next week okay. that'd be good yeah it won't be not bad not bad Next, we get Isla Dawn and Millie McKenzie, kind of putting, well, hopefully putting to rest their like little squabble they had. Um, they had that tag match last week, yeah. and Isla Dawn set it off the week before that. But Isla Dawn gets to win here. McKenzie looked good. Um, she does a buckshot, not a not a buckshot lariat, but a buckshot spear.
1: That's sick. <laughs> which
0: normally looks cool, but she just did not hit it uh. right. In this match, so that kind of put poo pooed it a little bit. But Isla Dawn's getting a push, she's just kind of second, right? But right under Kaylee Ray, I would say, as far as like top women's talent in NXT UK.
1: Okay, nice.
0: So then next, we get uh Jack Stars going against Jordan Oliver with uh Piper Niven as has a like, like hype man or hype woman or <laughs> his manager. She's just kind of like positively cheering him on. And there wasn't anything special about this match. Jack, Star- it was just, it was just from Jack Stars to work from underneath to get the win to make it look like it was an upset. Okay. Um, I think he's more of um, we might have talked about this before, but I think he's more of a backstage uh talent enhancement guy. You know what I mean? Like, like uh, a, Drew Gulak kind of does,
1: like a trainer type of deal.
0: Exactly. Exactly. So I don't know where they're going with it. I'm not really interested to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, he's a fine wrestler. Jordan Oliver's cool too. Uh but yeah, we'll see where goes. Who knows?
1: Oliver what, Carter. What did I say? Jordan Oliver.
0: Oh yeah. Sorry. Not Jordan Oliver. Oliver Carter. Oliver Carter, yes. Yeah. Thank you.
1: Hey, shout out to Big Breakfast though.
0: But yeah, <laughs> I wish it was Jordan Oliver. It might have been a better match. Who knows? But then we get our main event finally. It's it's Amir Jordan against Kenny Williams. So these guys were a tag team and they It had kept going back and forth, back and forth, so things would get heated up, but then when they would squash it, kept hinting at uh, Kenny Williams turning on Amir Jordan, and then they had a match with Pretty Deadly for the titles, and they ended up losing. I I, I can't remember. They either were mid-match, and Kenny Williams turned on Amir Jordan, but Kenny Williams is heel, and Amir Jordan is the baby face of the two, I guess. Yeah. But this was the main event, and it was just like not what i would have liked i guess i don't know i don't know i just didn't i didn't care as much but the match was okay um kenny williams finisher is a like a reverse four ddt so like puts you in a headlock and then he like kind of leans that that leg one of his legs up and then like drills you into the mat
1: okay nice at least that sounds cool
0: (laughs) yeah his finisher was the highlight of the match i think so it was okay if you're gonna skip NXT any week, this would be the week.
1: Yeah, well, hopefully they bounce back next week. Yeah. But some some uh some people who did bounce back this week was AEW Dynamite Man. Before we get to the show, let's talk about the number they drew. Did you see this? Didn't
0: they hit over a million?
1: 1.2 million on their Woo! first week unopposed. That's wild.
0: That's crazy. Yes.
1: You know, that is crazy. Some of these pandemic raws, like they had like 1.4 million. That's like they're, they're very close to Monday Night Raw. <laughs> yep, which is wild. With better to, content. Yeah, it is. Which is just wild to think about, man. So maybe yep. that w- I didn't realize how many people would jump over from NXT because there was a lot of the uh the, like the WWE loyalists too. I assumed would just never give it to AEW a chance. But hey, I love to see AEW getting a big number like that.
0: Yep, very cool.
1: But let's run down this card, man. It started off with a little recap of the the Bucks turning heel and they explaining why and. They cut. They show them cutting off the tassels of the off their pants, which I thought was funny. Stupid. So they chose their chose family instead of friends. Yeah, exactly. Eh. But that leads it to an amazing segment. Mike Tyson backstage with Maxwell Jacob Friedman. Gold <laughs> baby, it's pure gold. MJ was trying to get Tyson to turn his back on Jericho. He also he offers him a, a blank check with Tyson's name on it. He, MJ says. <laughs> I wasn't alive for your run, but, like, my dad says you're pretty cool, so, hey. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> Tyson takes the check, rips it up, chews it, and spits it back at MJF, which is just exactly what you expect to do. Mike, exactly. Very Mike Tyson. Very Mike <laughs> That's so Tyson. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that kind of uh, shows you where his loyalties lie. <laughs> yep. But that leads into the first match on the show, which, oh, my God. (laughs) AEW World Tag Team Championship. Two-thirds of the dead triangle, packing Phoenix, taking on the Young Bucks with Don Callis. And before we get to the match, Young Bucks coming out with Don Callis is just full heel. And they come out with a new entrance. They got the same theme song, but they come out. And instead of the uh, Young Bucks money, they get in the ring. They do the pose and streamer shootout, which I thought was sick. <laughs> nice. Real real like ROH New Japan vibes there. Yep. And how well actually most important part. They come out in Dior ones. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they tweeted and said forbidden Dior.
1: Those here. Live on this show. I'm pretty sure those that's like a ten dollar thousand dollar pair of shoes.
0: Oh yeah. It's for sure a thousand A thousand dollar pair of shoes. Absolutely. No ten thousand dollar. Ten thousand
1: dollars. Yeah, it's $9,785. Uh, yeah.
0: Are they, that's what it is for real? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, Shame on them, bro. Shame on them for wrestling in those.
1: <laughs> they, that's the most heel move you could ever do. Wrestling in $10,000 pairs of shoes. $20,000 combined on their feet. <laughs>
0: yeah, I'm going to need you to... <laughs> I'm going to need them to give me those shoes immediately. <laughs>
1: even after they wrestle in them. That's why I texted you that they were wrestling in those it was insane because I know I, I didn't know they were that they were. much, dude. I yeah. thought
0: they were like a couple thousand at the most. No,
1: they, that's ten thousand dollars on their feet. <laughs> fucking stupid. Hey, that's the biggest heel move you can make. They're they're flexing their money in the in, their, in the young bucks way. The Rick forbidden Flick, Dior, I like that. Rick Frick Flair would come out with the chains and the uh the the watches. Which, oh yeah. Instead of that, they just throw on the Dior's.
0: Hey, man, I, I respect the drip for sure. It was nothing insane. but respect of the drip, but you better stay consistent. I don't want to see you in no fucking, you know, some Jordan threes that I own next week.
1: <laughs> they got to come out in the, uh, the off white shit or something. The shattered backboards next week, the uh like the black and orange ones. Yeah. I
0: love those. They come out with some off-white shoes and then cut those tags off of it on TV. Oh my god. Oh my god, he cut the tags off, you <laughs> son of a bitch.
1: Would, they would get burnt at the stake. <laughs> <laughs> but man, how good was this match?
0: Oh, this should have been the main event, I
1: think. This is match of the year caliber so far. Like yes. this was this was a PWG match on TV. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> this was, it was insane. a pay-per-view match
0: on TV. Yeah.
1: There, this is one of those matches where I say there is too much for us to go down move by move because oh my God, they were moving so fast. Young bucks yep. are doing some of their classic PWG young buck stuff though. Matt doing the uh, back handspring into the back rake is classic mm-hmm. young bucks. I love that.
0: Yep. Uh, the best bu- bucks should just stay heel. Like, Oh, yeah, they're they're only I don't to say they're only good heel, but that's mo- it's more natural for them to be heel.
1: I think it's smart the way they did it, though, because they knew that they were too cool to come into this company as baby faces or as heels because they started the company. Mm. So there was that's no way for them to yeah, start the true. company. Same thing with Kenny, like Cody. There was no way they could start. Like we, they started this company. There's no way they could start heel. <laughs> they, had, yeah. they had to work to it. And if you think about it, it's only been two years, not even two years yet. So it's a good point. I, I think it's the perfect time because man, the Bucks are just perfect. Perfect heels, like they—they're—they're mm-hmm. they're made to be heels. They're so good at it, man. yeah. But this match was—it there's just too much to even talk about, man. This was Matt. I like, love
0: the—I mean, I hate to skip skip ahead, but I love the ending.
1: I love the finish. It's such a good heel move, and it protects both. It perfect protects Phoenix because we're, we're talk about it now because I'm just gonna say, go watch this match. I cannot do it justice. Absolutely. you need to watch this match. This is was an amazing tag team match. AEW showing why tag team wrestling is important and is some of my favorite wrestling on the planet because there's just so different stories you could tell with tag team wrestling as opposed to just a regular singles match. Mm-hmm. But the finish of this match comes when Nick, <laughs> Nick and uh, Phoenix are going back and forth, and he r- rips Phoenix. First of all, he Phoenix goes to the springboard in and. He damn near kicks his mask off. He hit him so hard with the super kick. And then he uh pulls Phoenix's mask off. Phoenix covers up his face, and while his yeah. face is covered, he can't see the super kick coming. So they double super kick him. Such a good, <laughs> such a good finish. Yeah, that was good. Amazing finish, man. Bucks win and they they, they just keep healing it up, man. Mm-hmm. And then we get a hangman in dark order interview. Marvess asks Hangman about his uh about Kenny's newer relationship with the Young Bucks and the Good Brothers, and Heyman says, "Oh, I'm glad you asked. John's shoulder's gonna be fine in like three weeks, or three months, or something." Like, that. <laughs> he's like, "That's not what I asked about." He said, like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, he'll be good. I, I think he needs some uh, Southwest Negro. so I'm gonna go get some of those. Thanks." Uh, the funniest part though was, uh, as he says, John's is gonna be fine. He slaps John's shoulder, and John's like, "Oh my God, ow!" And then he's like, "I thought it was the other one." He's like, "Oh, well, well, now this one hurts too." <laughs> <laughs> it's be too hard. That's so funny. I love then John Silver starts doing like arm workouts to try to show that he's getting better. (laughs) What do you think they're like
0: getting at with that? Do you think it's just like he finally faces his not fear, but like he finally gets over. It's not over and
1: it's just it's just building towards him. Eventually, Uh, it's like another breadcrumb towards him beating Kenny for the belt in six to eight months. Yeah, I,
0: I mean, I agree with that, and I, I can see that. I just don't know why he's, like, ignoring.
1: Because that's what he does. He like, doesn't like to face his problems.
0: That's what I'm saying. Does that, you think at some point he's just like, that's it, I'm getting everybody.
1: I think it's going to be cut to a point where it's in, in, inevitable that Kenny beats everybody, and the only hope for AEW is Hangman.
0: Oh, I love that.
1: That's what it's going to be. And he's going to be the it. biggest baby face in the world, and it's going to be, they they're building him so well because, like, it's going to come to a point where there's no bigger, there's no more big stars for Kenny to beat because he's beat Moxley. Yeah. Cody can't challenge. He's beat Jericho before he's and There's there's just going to be nobody left. And it's going to have to come down to hangman realizing it has to be me. And then then he's going to get that big moment and it's going to be in front of fans. And it's going to be amazing.
0: Amazing. And hopefully we'll be there.
1: Oh, I I hope so. I hope so. (laughs) I hope so. Oh man, that'd be so good To, to go from seeing hangman's, Lose to Jericho in the first ever AEW Heavyweight Championship match to see him in that same building win the title. Oh, that'd Ooh, be magic. That'd be magic. That's beautiful, beautiful. But speaking of magic, man. Oh, before before magic, actually, we get Mike Tyson in the back of the inner circle, and <laughs> Mike Tyson on promos is just hilarious. They kind of explain how the relationship between him and Jericho got repaired, and then Mike Tyson says, "Jericho, Chris, I'm fair. No, what does he say? I'm firm, but I'm fair." I'm a caller right down the middle. But but if you if you mess up, you can get knocked out too. <laughs> <laughs> He's just
0: like very like matter of factly, but he'll <laughs> knock you the fuck out for sure.
1: Exactly. Mike Tyson rules. But he like he made I, a
0: comeback and he was on Rogan and he said the gods of war calling me i'm like dude that's fucking hard
1: <laughs> this man is wild
0: God. these are the gods of war calling me back i'm like fuck, that's, that's an hard, bro. insane
1: thing to say and be serious yes it is, <laughs> yes, it is. psychopathic thing to say and be serious with yeah. rules.
0: because he was like i can't work out again that was the whole thing was like he stopped working out for so long and his wife was like you're kind of gaining weight you should like get on the treadmill and then as soon as he got on that treadmill he's like i gotta fight again
1: it was just
0: like a it was just like a launching pad from there to be like well now i have to murder someone again
1: (laughs) what a maniac gods of war but like i said magic here man two stars in the making red velvet and jay cargo jay cargo needs to be i want i want jay cargo to be the best wrestler in the world so bad (laughs) yeah she she has everything like yes she has the perfect presentation. Her co- coming out with the storm is coming with the, the fog all love around that. her. It's yep. so sick. And I love the fact that I don't know if this is on purpose, but every match of her so far has been taped where they can hide her weaknesses. Cause I want, mm. she needs to be Goldberg. She needs to be like, she needs to be Goldberg. She does. Yeah. She needs to win forever and then get the belt eventually. Not well, for Hopefully a, not that
0: for, they're like, she's <laughs> hopefully she's uh, what you call it. Improving as she goes as well. So it when seems like it's yeah. taped. It's like not yeah. shit, you know,
1: I, th- I think she's everything Dave's done with her so far. She's looked great. This match yeah. was, I thought was awesome. Red Velvet uh not not and putting Jago Car- Cargill over like that. I don't want to just gloss over the fact that Red Velvet is really, really good, too. She's a star mm-hmm. in the making as well. They've got two stars in this match and two people. who They definitely need to build this division around with the addition of Thunder Rose, uh, Britt Baker. I think they finally found a spot where they got this division at a point where it's starting to show that the future is bright for it, for sure.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: And, man, like I said, this match was awesome. The Red Velvet comes immediately with the, the fire, starts so charging, throwing some shots, and then Jade, Jade she has a disgusting pump kick. Pump kick, I should say. Oh, yeah. She, her, like it's just, uh, I think it's just because her legs are crazy long that she just, yes, just, just stories people with it. Uh, she hit a follow-away slam on Velvet into the front row, which I thought was great. Mm-hmm. But uh, the finish comes when Velvet goes for a moonsault, misses, and then she gets jaded. One, two, three. Yep. I love the name of that finish, Jaded. That's such a good. Love it's it. perfect. Perfect.
0: And roll tight on both of them.
1: Absolutely. And then we got the uh, the the face <laughs> of the division, Doctor Britt Baker. Yes, sir. D. M D with Tony Schiavone. She's analyzing the Reiki. She says, you know, I'm number three. She she hits a little bit of starting math because like, according to my calculations, if you look at Red Velvet's chance of winning, nah, I'm not going to go out through all that. <laughs>
0: <But> <laughs> She's at 33 th- third chance percent and you add that to my 33 and third. And that spells disaster for you at sacrifice.
1: <laughs> but uh, <laughs> But yeah, she's analyzing the rake. She said I was number three, but with that loss, I should be moving up to to number two after. But hey, I guess we'll see next week because I'll be on elevation. I'll be wrestling. So I'm <laughs> going to the top. And she, I'm coming for you. I so love that. She's
0: like, I'm just gonna go into this dark in elevation and elevation, just start beating these jobbers. <laughs>
1: exactly. Hey, Get my record up. It's, smart. it's hilarious. <laughs> it's smart. I love it. Love <laughs> Work it. Working the system. Working the system. Yep. And man, next we got the debut of the factory's own. Anthony Agogo taking on Cole Carter, QT Marshall coming out to full Tony Soprano with the uh, bowling shirt. <laughs> I love that. Uh, if yeah. he, he has like he had like chain two, he's for sure going for Tony Soprano. And it, it looking at him, it works so good. <laughs> yeah, definitely, it works so good. I I actually really like the factory. I think the factory is sick.
0: Yeah, I do too. It's just like we talked about this last week. I just wish it, the deliverance would have been a little bit better. I guess it, like you said, it falls under watching the product, you know. But fun. yeah. That's too much, dude. That's way too
1: much. It, it just comes down to just so much wrestling on right now. That it's, just, it's hard to. But, yep. man, Anthony Agogo came out and said, I'm a golden glove. I'm a legit Olympic boxer. I'm going to yep. punch you in the liver. You're going to die. <laughs> <laughs> liver
0: shots. Liver
1: shots. I thought that was sick. He hits it with the liver shot. I did, and too. Goes I was just like, it was out of nowhere, too. It was yeah. like, oh, what the fuck? He's done? T- okay, fuck. TKO victory. Yep, just like that i thought that was sick i think that's very it's not something you see often in wrestling and he's legit he's got the pedigree to back it up so it makes yep. sense yep i saw a lot of people who've never been in a fight in their lives complaining about it on twitter oh, it like, hey, let, let an olympic boxer punch you in deliveries see if you're getting up <laughs> like, yeah on, exactly <laughs> whether it was fucking
0: you know worked or not it's like i'd rather it, i'd rather it not be fucking a shoot
1: you know yeah, what I mean? I I ain't getting up. <laughs> I'm not getting up. Can... <laughs> Dude, me either. I will I will be down for the TKO as well. So uh, yep. it, it that's very believable for me. Cause this if this man hit me in the, in the liver like that, I'm I'm staying down. <laughs>
0: Definitely, me too.
1: But whether I want le- to or not. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, you all got much of a choice. <laughs> but uh then we got a, a Miro promo. He says he hasn't talked to Kip Sabian, but he'll he'll move on with or without him. He's he says he's trying to make it better, but uh, he, if he's standing in his way, he doesn't care. He's ready. He's going for that gold. So if you, if you, uh, if you're in this company and you have gold, you better go kip. You better pull a kip and stay out of my way. <laughs> <laughs> and then we got, which was a sleeper, really good match. I thought Dax Harwood and Chris Jericho—they beat the hell out of each other. <laughs> oh, I love this. Love this match. They beat the piss out of each other, man. They were, they were go- I, This had to be the first time they've wrestled singles, and I thought, or maybe mm-hmm. wrestled ever. Nah, revival. Nah. Uh, I have no idea hmm. That's actually interesting I don't know if this would be the first time they've wrestled ever or not but I thought they had great chemistry because they just it was just basically a wild brawl the whole time and I, and I loved it
0: <laughs> Yeah, definitely. I agree and then the, with the Tyson stuff going outside the ring I love it.
1: Dude, I Mike Tyson it. poor Cash Wheeler. Yeah.
0: Uh, dude, I, I rewound it twice <laughs> It which looked is like rare. he got smoked <laughs> He definitely took a little bit of that it looked like he got nobody smoked. talks about that though. Everyone's talking about eh, you can't hit the guy, you know, in the stomach. Okay, motherfucker. let him hit <laughs> you in the head for real, then exactly.
1: <laughs> oh, fat my slobs. I thought and that I'm was... a fat
0: slob, so I could say that. <laughs> I'm not body shaving.
1: Hey, there you go. But man, I thought this match was really fun. Uh, like I said, Mike Tyson out there throwing a shot at Cash Wheeler really was great. Uh, Sammy Guevara destroyed Cash Wheeler earlier in the match too. He smoked (laughs) it because Tyson was walking towards him and then Sammy Guevara comes from out of the frame and just like I don't know if he was going faster than he thought, but he destroyed. He was going so yeah.
0: fast. <laughs> sometimes Sammy saying goes a little, I feel like out of hand. Like he goes a little too hard in the paint.
1: I, I think, I think he doesn't realize how, what his body can do sometimes. Cause he, he was going like, he was yeah. running, running. <laughs> yes. Maybe he, he started a little late. So he had to make up some time or something. Cause he was <laughs> sprinting. <laughs> <And> he <laughs> came in flying it with that forearm and just destroyed decks into the wall <laughs> or cash into the wall. I guess it was. <laughs> But uh, the finish comes at, at with the Judas effect, of course, and yeah, I thought it was really fun, really fun. Yeah, I agree. And after the match, Jericho says Mike Tyson is an honorary, or he said another word, but I don't remember what it was. Yeah, perpetual <laughs> per, perpetuity, something something like that. Yeah, he's an honorary member of the Inner Circle, basically. <laughs> <laughs> and then we got an an amazing segment outside with the biz clues, dude. <laughs> I know you just, love this. They were just being over the top heels. It's just hilarious. Doc Gallus is yelling about danglies in the background, talking about their <laughs> earrings. He's like, You better get some danglies. You don't got any dangly earrings. Yeah. he's, I he's talking it. about. He, they had the dangly earrings. Yep. <laughs> <Gee>. <laughs> so it's ridiculous. But they, Kenny says, Hey, they never changed. They were just tired of being what everybody wanted them to be. And the Bucks say that uh, they are they, they were done they were done waiting man they were done waiting to get the respect they deserve so hey they're putting the whole division on notice and then they pretend to do the super kick to the camera and then they have Dodd Callis do it which like killed me <laughs> it's, just, it's just full over the top heel stuff and they're, they're just such a cool group that it's perfect and then we had a uh, Thunder Rosa promo she said she wants both belts the NWA one off of uh, what's her name oh my god uh, it's Serena not Deal. Oh, is it Camille yeah. no Serena Deeb Deep, that's right. She wants to belt, belt off. She wants to belt off Serena Deep, and the WWE Women's Title, and also off of Sheeta. So she said she wants to take over the belts, and then she wants to take over the world.
0: Yes, <laughs> and sir. Then,
1: speaking of the world, let's talk about somebody who was out of this world from another <laughs> planet. Chris Statlander, the galaxy's greatest alien, returns, and she's looking. She's looking like she's like she's just like bulked up and like just straight muscle, and she's slimmed out, like trimmed down, and she's looking. Yep. Like she's in great shape, man. She was looked awesome here. She was taking on Amber Nova and I think they chose her for this match just for the finish because it was kind of just a handsome match and Chris Tad wins with the Supernova which is like the oh. backwards tombstone. So I, I, they, yeah. there's no way they, they, they didn't chose Amber Nova just because her name was Chris that's finish. <laughs> <laughs> which I thought was great.
0: <laughs> it was a decent squash matchup.
1: Yeah, I, think, I thought Chris that looked good. And then we got a Tony Schiavone interview with Christian Cage which is immediately interrupted by uh, of course, Taz and he's like, hey, Tat Christian, what are you doing? I in- I inv- I invite you to Team Taz and I gotta wait a week and y'all here instead of talking to me. What's going on? And Christian just basically denies being in Team Taz. He's like, nah, I'm not I'm not doing it. But then <laughs> Taz goes off of them and they kind of have a back and forth. He's like, Oh, I never liked you. I never liked your friend that carried you for all this time. Yeah. You're here, where my colors, the orange and black? It was funny. But yep. uh <laughs> <laughs> he was just going off and then uh tat christian drops a line where he's like <laughs> he says i'm glad we're having this conversation face to face because you're on those three steps or whatever he's making a uh yeah play on and his then height <laughs> then he says
0: um something about he goes yeah i'm standing on my wallet with all the money he's like yeah bingo hall money
1: yeah he's oh, the money other money too money <laughs> too
0: yeah all that money too yeah yeah
1: I thought that was pretty funny, man. But uh, then Hobbs attacks Christian and lays him out. Basically, Hobbs looks like a monster here. He just throws yes, him sir. around ringside. So that leads up to next week. It's going to be Hobbs versus Christian, which I think will be great. I agree. And then they show the uh, the card for next week. So we got Cheetah versus Ty Conti next week for the title, which will be great. Like I said, Powerhouse Hobbs versus Christian Cage. Hangman Page versus Ricky Starks, which I think will be great. And then Trent mm. versus Penta, which will also be awesome. That card next week is yeah. be stacked. And also it was announced after this match, but next week TNT title Darby Allen versus jungle boy. Nice. There you go. That's going to be a stat card, man. Stacked card. sure. But speaking of the TNT title main event of this show, TNT title, false count anywhere, Matt Hardy versus Darby Allen. This was a hell of a match, man. They beat the hell out of each other. Yeah. Especially those tear shots. Matt Hardy was laying out. Darby's back was destroyed from. Oh,
0: yeah. By the end of it, I'm like, <laughs> good God, his back is all bruised and shit.
1: It was wild, man, but they're, they're having some fun back and forth, man. Uh, like, you, like I said, Hardy was throwing out the chair shots Going all around the ring And then, uh, of course, the HFO attacks Mid-match, and then Dark Order and Sting Come down for the stay, save They go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth yep. And then uh, Darby takes a nasty bump on the barricade I don't even, like, he Leapfrogged over Something and then landed on the barricade It was just, I don't, he, over, yeah. the, over the steel steps where He ran up the steps and then, like, landed on the barricade Pretty nasty, it was crazy
0: Who's taking all the bumps, of course? Yeah, that Hardy ain't gonna take shit. He took, I mean, he took some at the end, but yeah, he's like, I've taken enough <laughs>
1: <laughs> in these kind of matches, exactly. Uh, Isaiah Cassidy has a little thing with Archer in the ring. Uh, Archer hits a blackout on him, and then uh, Sting throws the bat to Darby. He lows Blows Hardy with it and goes for a swing. He missed Matt Hardy. Hits a twist of fate with Darby's head in the chair, which looked Dude, that should have been an. Uh, Disgusting.
0: <laughs> that should have been like an angle to take him off TV type of yeah, that thing. Looks you like know what murder. I mean? Yeah, that,
1: like, looks, that looks like murder.
0: <laughs> that's something that you should have waited I feel like.
1: That looks like he, it would kill somebody but Darby yes. Allen yep. he, he he kicks out everything man. He kicks Can't out everything. Darby Allen or Matt Hardy hits a leg drop off a ladder through a table in the back which I thought was crazy. See Matt Hardy do in 2021 and then the finish of this match Darby puts this, this is actually a legendary spot not a legendary, but a history making spot because it's the first time that the AEW announce table has ever been broken.
0: Oh yeah, yep, you're right.
1: So Darby lays out Hardy on it, climbs a lighting truss, and does a perfect coffin drop off of he was pretty high up there too. And yeah, it was. It was not only high up, but it was like a good distance. It was like probably like five feet that he had to cut like go horizontally, not just the drop itself. Such a scary move. Just going <laughs> backwards, not looking. Yeah, <laughs>
0: like, And then he hits it, and he always goes like this. He's always like, you know, if you can't see him, but he always jerks his neck back, which is freaking yeah, not maniac. safe either. Just maniac. Like, oh.
1: Insane, man. I thought this was a fun match. Darby got the win, and hey, I don't know who takes that belt off of Darby.
0: Yeah, I don't know either. They're definitely going to have to like start, I don't know, pushing somebody to make it seem like you, know, you can't just do a you know a random a random yeah, match. Exactly, gotta lose it at a pay per view or something.
1: And he has to get murdered to do it because yeah. I, I don't know what it's gonna take. He's gonna have to get power bombed out of the ring onto the concrete, has to land square on his head, then pick him up, th- <laughs> throw him off the top of the roof, yep. and then light him on fire, and then pin him. That's gonna, That's that's what it will take. <laughs> God damn. Yeah, man, it was a wild match. Very fun episode of the Dynamite. I, there was one, wasn't one, was one thing that I didn't like on this episode, actually. I thought from start to finish, I thought it was great. Yeah,
0: this was the best show of the week. Hands Absolutely, down. hands down. Hands they down. earned that million uh, viewers or whatever the fuck.
1: Yeah, they definitely did. I'm hoping, hopefully all those viewers stay around and get another big number next week.
0: Mm-hmm, Yep.
1: But that leads us to the match of the week for this week. We're going to hop back in the time machine, go back to 2007. And with the news of Samoa Joe being released this week, you know we had to do a Joe match, TNA Hive over here. You know I love TNA. So we went back to TNA Sacrifice 2007, Samoa Joe versus AJ Styles. And as I always do on these TNA matches, man, put your seatbelt on and take the wheel. Click.
0: Jesus, take the wheel. (laughs) But uh <laughs> you saying that you love it automatically means that I love it because I already know it's going to be a fucking fantastic match if you are speaking highly of it and it's kind of hard not for it to be with these two guys. Yeah. <laughs> we have full heel AJ Styles going on. Yep. Um you know it's funny cuz Joe what I've seen of him outside of WWE and NXT he never even when he is babyface, he never panders to the audience.
1: Nope, he's just too cool. Like, to exactly,
0: which I love. <laughs> yeah. I love that he's like, nah, I'm too busy just beating the shit out of somebody. Yep. But this was like a, I don't want to say cookie cutter, but this is what I picture of between these two in TNA. Like, yeah, just it, neither neither one of them had a title at this point, right? Like, like first like like match, there wasn't yeah, for the title. Th- it wasn't right? for a title, no. Yeah, I didn't think it was from what I remember, but. Yeah, this was just great. It was all the like best spots from the two of them. Joe just hitting hard as fuck, or making, or you know what I mean, making it look good. Yeah. Um, AJ Styles doing AJ shit. Uh, Joe just showing like that he, the shit that he does is like insane for a guy his size. Oh, absolutely. He's, he's, he's doing tope. dives. He's do he did a dive into a, uh, an elbow and AJ Styles. AJ sells it by flipping over the barricade, which yep. is great. <laughs> Uh, we talked about this earlier, but Benjamin Carter hitting that inverted DDT—that's this is where he got it from AJ yep. Styles, like you, like you had spoken about. And I don't really know what the the buildup. Maybe you can speak on this, but the buildup for this match—I don't know if it was just them just beefing with each other. You know, AJ was heel and he was acting like, "Oh, I hurt my knee."
1: Yeah, he was—he was doing the cowardly thing. He was kind of like kind of using fake injuries to get out of stuff. Yeah, it, it kind of came to a head at this match.
0: Yeah, because Joe turned it around, and Joe said, oh, I hurt my knee, and this was kind of the end of the match. You know, he gets back in the ring just before the 10 count, Joe does, and Styles tries to start going after him, maybe working the knee or something, and Joe just stands up like, nope, fuck you. He goes
1: for the spiral tap, AJ does, and then Joe gets up. He's like, oh, and then he starts shaking off his legs. like, oh, I'm good.
0: (laughs) He's dusting his legs off, and everybody starts freaking out because they know this is it, and... Joe puts him in the Coquita clutch and then turns it into fucking Coquita fucking
1: suplex. So sick. <laughs>
0: um, drops him on it, of dimes. He calls it neck for the three.
1: One, so two, gets the three. Win here. Samoa Joe is gonna kill you, and I can't, man. I'm thinking about this. How many dream matches is there for Samoa Joe now that he's back? E- Who either. do you want
0: to see him go against? Like the most.
1: All right, let's 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 both do a top. Wait, do you want to do top three or top five right now? For
0: um, you. let's do top
1: three all right for me it could be indies or aew eddie kingston because they've had a match a long time ago and it was awesome
0: hell yes okay
1: i'm I'm doing five because i I can't i I got okay i I have three in aew moxley kingston and omega that's just my Mm -hmm. god and then i want to see a.j gray versus samoa joe oh chris dickinson versus samoa joe
0: oh yes
1: and i'm gonna do one more lee moriarty just because i think they would have a very interesting back and forth
0: yes i would agree I would like to see and I stole the, I stole this idea from somebody on Twitter, but I want to see Jacob Fatu, ooh,
1: and Samoa Joe. Yeah,
0: I want to see somebody in the same vein as AJ Styles that can go like Styles, that isn't like um you know scrawny or oh, really me, smaller than.
1: Give me Ray Phoenix Samoa Joe.
0: Ooh, see. Oh there my go. God, I can't even More imagine defensive. what that would be. Pentagon, I can yeah. see Pentagon going fucking having a great match unfortunately it would never happen but i feel like joe would have been violent by design he would have fit in perfectly maybe take I, out dean or somebody yeah or that'd be crazy comes in and takes out eric young or, or something like that i don't know but yeah man just give me i know he's got to do something there's no way he just doesn't do anything you know
1: yeah, he still got something to take, man. I I'm really excited to see where where he ends up doing. But
0: I like to see him wrestle Christian Cage just with the history there. You know, that'd
1: be awesome. Yeah, actually, yeah, that'd be crazy. I know you'd love that. There's so many options, man. So many options. I love Samoa Joe. Very excited. Oh, give me Samoa Joe and homicide again. It's been oh. years. I would love to oh, see that. I don't again. think I've
0: seen that match, but I need to.
1: Match of the week next week. It's been decided. There you go. It's on YouTube. <laughs> I I watched some of it earlier. <laughs> Fuck yes. Well. With that being said, like I said, this match is free on YouTube. Samoa Joe versus AJ Styles, Impact 2007 Sacrifice, and go watch it. Go watch a bunch of Samoa Joe. Uh, the homies in Tiger Driver Nine X they put up a Samoa Joe playlist. Uh, you can go to their YouTube, Tiger Driver Nine X, just search that up, and they they did a playlist of basically all the best Samoa Joe matches you could find on YouTube. So go search through that. Look Bad-ass. through. It, there's a bunch of good stuff. There's a match with him and him and Masawa, which is great on there. Uh, oh, fuck. Him and ne- Necro Butcher is great. There's a match oh, in yeah. Morishima. Uh, that might have him- been the closest thing to a real fight that I have ever seen. Oh yeah, that was. Uh, they beat the hell out of each other. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, just watch some small Joe matches this week. But with that being said, you got anything else for the people?
0: That's it for me, bro. We got MLW coming. We got Dark Side of the Ring.
1: Yeah, we got our hands full. That's for that's for true. Absolutely, and uh. This is episode 49. We got 50, 51, and then you know what 52 is going to be. That's the theme song episode. It's coming.
0: Is this on? here <laughs> with that triple a shit.
1: <laughs> it's coming. It's coming. Yes, sir. Very excited for it, man. And for 52, that'll be a year of us doing this, this uh, podcast, which I'm really excited Crazy. for. It's wild, man. But, yeah, with that being said... Before we get out of here, where can they find you on the Twitter, Instagram, all the social media stuff?
0: I'm on Instagram. You can see some cute pictures of my kid every once in a while <laughs> on Instagram, xnabx219. And I'm on the Twitter at Fat X Tony talking about things that I can do, even though I'm a big fat slob. What
1: about you? <laughs> you can find me on the Twitter and Instagram at burning hammered. And then you can find my band on Twitter and Instagram at uh, K-H-A-R-M-A-M-W-H-C and on Spotify. Look up a uh, most <laughs> dangerous game record came out in November. It hasn't even been a year yet. Hopefully, you get to play some shows on this this year. Uh, there's there's some uh there's some silver linings coming. There's, we we've gotten some offers. I'll, just, okay. I'll say that. I'll, I'll say that for now. Nice. Did really you guys excited. recently
0: talk about you announced that you had booking with the UK?
1: Yeah, we have a, we're working with stronger bookings in the UK now Europe. So. We'll I know be that's get, been a
0: while, but that yeah. was the le- yeah.
1: Hopefully, we'll be able to get over there probably early next year. I, I'm sure it's not like your international stuff's not gonna be open up anytime this year, but it's looking like with the vaccines and everything, we'll probably be able to, get, be able to do something this year. So excited for it! Fuck yeah, that's what's up. But with that being said, that's enough putting my own stuff over. You can find the show on Twitter at the Go Home Pod and on Instagram at Go Home Pod. And then you can find us on facebookcom backslash the go-home show. Shoot us an email at the Go home show pod at gmail.com. Leave a five-star review on Apple Music, like us on Spotify. Do all it, all of it, all of it.
0: Send us your favorite uh, themes or your entrance music that you want to hear. Or oh, you yeah, talk definitely. About.
1: We're, gonna, we're gonna be talking about that, <laughs> all that, and then uh, send us uh, some questions just non-wrestling too. So we're, we're gonna be doing a non-wrestling episode too, as it's a bonus episode. So if there's anything else you want to. Hear our opinions on or just think we would have a funny conversation about, just let us know. Yep. yep. But with that being said, I hope everybody's being safe out there. Uh wear a mask, getting vaccinated. I, I think today is the first day that every every adult in the US is available for the vaccine. So go. Ain't no excuse. Exactly. Go. Let's let's get let's get this out of this COVID mess, man. Yes. Let's let's get out It'll of it. Don't be here. a fucking Jabroni. Exactly. Don't be a bro. <laughs> But with that being said, uh, be safe out there, wear a mask, Black Lives Matter. And with that being said, from Jordan and Nick, it's time to go home.